Room with Joker the Fool. This is our 13th episode, and today we'll be discussing why you should raise your own kids, and how even without Dianne Feinstein, the corporate gerontocracy lives on. And to get right into that, um, that word I just said, gerontocracy, basically rule by the uh, older class, by the people who are um, the elderly, much more so than the average adult population, and that described Feinstein. It was 90, I believe, was in the Senate for 30 years, and that's very typical for a lot of these um, people operating at the highest level of the federal government, either very old, uh, very old, and have been in the government in some way or another for a very long time. You see, you know, Biden had a long career at the Senate. He was vice president for eight years, uh, and you've got you know, the Mitch McConnells of the world. You got Mitch McConnell, you've got Chuck Schumer, you've got Nancy Pelosi. They're all over 70. They have this long history of being in the government, using it to enrich their net worth because we've got this very toxic corporatist system where the corporations and the government work in tandem, and that's by lobbying these politicians, and they are able to enrich their net worth to a point where they just use that money and that influence that they've built to stay in uh, their positions of power or, you know, move around um, in that, you know, you move from the House to the Senate to the you know, cabinet to the presidency or whatever it is. You're operating in the federal government for a good 30, 40 years, uh, and you're doing that by just taking the checks from the people who can um, give them to you and by parroting whatever um, the people who are powerful enough to manipulate things uh, want you to do. And you've also got the stuff like gerrymandering where you're drawing out districts in a specific way where uh, you're going to get these votes and you got the two-party system that feeds into that and it really operates as a uniparty. But basically getting into um, uh, into it. But to, to explain this is that this system is very long and well-established, and in order to abolish it, um, you're really going to have to ask people who have no power to let power go, right? They've got the um, the will and the wit or the um, wherewithal to gain power, but they don't have the power to let power go. So to think that any of these politicians are going to vote for something like term limits is um, absolutely ridiculous. So we need to come to the fundamental understanding that this system is no good and needs to go right but the people who need to um, understand that are the ones who are benefiting from it the most so it's a very um very hard hill to get over but that's what you need to realize is that diane feinstein is just one part of the problem and it is a system that wants to um stay in place because the people who uh need to realize that it dismantle are the ones who um benefit from it the most you know you're not going to ask uh, people in the ivory tower aren't even inclined to go down a level lower, much less, um, you know, tear down the whole thing. So it's a very hard hump to get over, like I said. And that's why, you know, Diane Feinstein isn't someone who we need to say like, oh, it's, you know, good that she died. This is a good thing where like it's going to make the country better. No, um, it's just, well, you know, someone else is going to get into that seat and they're going to enrich themselves. So whoever Newsom appoints, I imagine, is going to run. They're probably going to win and they're going to be the incumbent. And like I said, they're going to probably have a career where they're, you know, using donor and CPAC money and special interest money and the influence you get from being an incumbent from the legacy media to propel themselves into being a career politician. And that cycle is just going to keep going unless we 
break the wheel little game of thrones reference there but the first topic i discussed why you should raise your own kids is what we're going to move on to next and i did see this story um i'll have the link below in the uh, podcast description youtube and rumble and odyssey as well should have it as well so you can check it out with me is that uh this happened in the bay area bay area daycare is that you had an employee who was sentenced for 25 years for uh well let's just say doing unkind um things uh or we'll use essay for four to six year olds and filming it distributing it on uh, messaging platforms like kick and apparently this person uh is a transgender in the sense that you know female to male getting uh getting on testosterone and that was part of the reason that was blamed for it now i i've done a lot of um, research into the whole uh, phenomenon of transgenderism, writing a book about it. And in doing that, I, I've read a lot about um, people who undergo um, that medical transition, female to male, and they get on testosterone. And one of the things they do mention is that they do have a lot more uh, sexual desire that they're dealing with. And a lot of it isn't, um, you know, the most kind things you're fantasizing about. It doesn't help if you're watching pornography and you're watching um, all this degenerate, uh, messed up stuff, and you're dealing with um, these mind-altering chemicals that you're injecting into your body that are exogenous, and they're giving you amplified sexual desire and now is that to say that the reason why this person um did what they did to children was solely because of that i would not say so i'd say these are underlying issues and that when you get on something like testosterone and it you're amplifying it um you're one of the androgenizing effects sorry is that you're going to have an increased libido typically and that just compounds into um if you had underlying desires to be a uh, sex criminal then you're going to be more likely to engage in those sorts of things and it doesn't help if you are and this person was for sure consuming pornography and that doesn't help you have any healthy sexual boundaries and unfortunately when you have no sexual boundaries you want to become completely depraved and do stuff like this which is why we really need to one uh have a culture where people act morally and to have a culture where people take responsibility for raising their own children because you look at daycares full of pedophiles you look at public schools full of pedophiles uh and that's just going to be uh the norm as more and more people are busy and they tune out and they you know hand these kids over to these big um, institutions that don't really have um, any interest in uh, background checking reliably because it's expensive and you might background check um, the wrong person out of a job and then you've got um, uh, all these uh, DEI lawsuits and all these sorts of things that you're going to be dealing with that is not something you know the big um, you know people in charge want to deal with because they're uh, it doesn't affect them. They've got the money to uh, weather these sorts of things. So I know I don't have kids, so you know this isn't coming a lot for me. But if you are one of the people who does listen to this podcast, who does have kids, and you're in a position to uh, be able to raise them more, even if you've got them in daycare five days a week and can do four, that's a good improvement in my mind so you just want to be as active in your family's life as possible and that goes you know even if you don't have kids um you know like i don't but i try to be involved with um, my family the people who um, are the most important to me and your kids should be the most important people uh to you if you you know decide to have them and you want to have them so the most active you can be 
in their lives is the best thing you can do. And they're going to be happier and healthier. I know, you know, homeschooling is demonized, but homeschoolers do well if you're a good parent and you can do it. You can get your kids out of the public school or even to like a better private school. And like I said, be active in their lives and put them on the right path. They're going to be a lot better than a lot of kids that go to public schools because the public school system is absolutely awful in America at least and uh, I am talking this from an American-centric point of view and as you know the West degrades the public school every institution including the the public school system is going to just get worse and worse uh, so that's just something you would like I, I would like more people to avoid that and especially with stuff like um, you know the, the COVID pandemic right where all the public schools were shut down and completely destroyed a lot of kids' lives. It was because they, you know, moved everything online. The schools weren't equipped to um, retain these students to help um, set them on the right path, um, not in the way that a loving family would be, and that's because they're not that. They're trying to be a replacement for that, and it does not end up working at all, if you look at the mental health statistics for teenagers when they go back to school, you look at all of the um, criminals who are um, unfortunately teaching and what they do to children is very consistently a uh, problem. Now, is it the most widespread thing in the world? No, but it's something you need to be aware of. And then, of course, you've got what other kids do um, to your kids, you know, with the bullying and the stuff with social media and all these sorts of things, and you know, a lot of this stuff can be sexual in nature, where you're forming, where these kids are forming relationships, and the, like I've talked about with pornography, there really aren't any sexual boundaries in this society anymore, far less so than there used to be, and it causes, you know, these, you know, pictures of um, these kids getting uploaded online by other kids, and they get bullied over it, and it creates all these uh, issues that wouldn't exist if the child had a more um, active family life, as in if they were homeschooled, if they were um, in a better uh, environment, the parents were more active instead of having to work two jobs, you know, to make rent and to afford uh, food. That's the situation that we're in. There's a lot less economic stability, so there's going to be a lot less familial stability, and that means the um, average um, situation for the average child is just going to get worse and worse. And, you know, as, you know, you've got... Um, this crumbling infrastructure for um, child care in the public schools, you're going to notice more stuff like this. Not necessarily that like every teacher coming out is going to be a pedophile, it's just that the average kid is going to be worse and worse off mentally, physically, and uh, financially in the future. So that's um, my little rant for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This is the 13th episode, and we are going to go to the intro. Thank you for being in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. Be sure to follow my Substack, velvetroompublishing.substack.com, to read Machine to Man and all my other projects.